following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this Sunday morning, November 7th, around 10 o'clock in the morning. A super quick and abbreviated broken helmet game update as I am about to get on my horse and head out with the wifey down to Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey to go check out the Las Vegas Raiders coming into town to take on the G-Men which hopefully should be a good game, hoping for a victory out of the Giants. Not expecting one, but hoping. It's always good to hope. That's what you have. When everything else goes to shit, you always have hope. So we're going to be heading down there in a little bit, but wanted to hop on and do a quick update of all of the games that we have coming at us here in Week 9. Of course, we have a bunch of teams on buys this week. We've got four. We have the Lions, Bucks, Seahawks, and Washington football team all sitting on the sidelines with us watching these games. And then we have our usual slate of one 4 o'clock games, the night game, and then Monday night football. So uh, we will head out immediately out to New Orleans where the Saints and Falcons will be facing off. Right now, the Saints are a home favorite here by six points. The over-under is 41.5. Right now, the Sharps are going to come in on the Falcons. They're going to be on the dog here. Remember, dogs have been coming in quite a bit over the 2021 season, as have the unders. So the Sharps are going to come in here on the Falcons. The tickets right now are split even at 50-50, and then the money is in on the Saints, but just barely at 52%. As for the money flow, the tickets have moved away from the Saints toward the Falcons, and then the pros, the money has come in on the Saints quite a bit. So you have pros Joe's action there. As for the injury report, I mean, basically, the big news is the Falcons, right? Calvin Ridley, who punched out last week, he got thrown on the non-football injury list, so he'll be out for three games dealing with his mental health. So kudos for him for having the courage to say so. Unfortunately, that's a tough uh, tough sandwich to bite there for all of his fantasy owners who are at moi, where it's his pick has turned into an unmitigated disaster this year in fantasy. But uh, that's not really what's overly important, right? Is it? Or maybe it is. Who knows? Uh, anyway, so the Saints, uh, Taysom Hill, right? He was banged up with a concussion. It looks like he is going to be in line to play today. So that was the only news of note for them. So again, Saints at home favored by six against the Falcons. 41.5, the over-under. Next game up is going to be the one that I referenced earlier. The one that I will be in attendance at. Yes, the first game of the year that I will be going to in person. All thanks to a nice little vacation that my children have at school, and so there was no soccer, thank God. Although I like soccer, and I like coaching it, I love coaching my son. Uh, you know, 1 o'clock start times on a Sunday during football season is the 
tough pill to swallow. Tough. It's difficult. I don't even like it. I like to watch my football. So anyway, the Giants right now are going to be home dogs, the first home dog of the week. It looks like we are going to have a total of one, two, three, four, five. So you got five home dogs this week. Giants starting it off. So Giants home dogs against the Raiders. Las Vegas is coming into town, and they are going to be favored by three in this game. 46.5 is the over-under. The Sharps are going to come in for the Giants. Meanwhile, everything else is on the Raiders. The tickets and the money have not really moved over the course of the week. 77% of the tickets are on the Raiders. 85% of the money pool is on Las Vegas. So, as for injuries, look, the Giants are the ones that have had, well, I mean... Depends, right? So the Raiders lose Henry Ruggs Jr. uh, thanks to his car accident. And so he just got kicked out of the league. He's facing, I think, 40-plus years in jail now thanks to everything that happened in that car accident, uh, including a loss of life, RIP. And then the Giants on the flip side, they're going to lose Saquon Barkley. He was... Uh, positive for COVID-19, came back, but his ankle is not going to be up to par. So he's going to be out. Shepard is also out with his quad injury, I think it was. Um, But they are going to get Kenny Galladay back. So they get somebody back as they lose other people. So other people that are out for this game, Lorenzo Carter for the the Giants, the linebacker, he's going to be out. They're losing defensive backfield. They're going to be out. Nate Ebner. Dante Pettis, also the wide receiver. He played last week in that Chiefs game. He busted up his shoulder, and he will be out as well. So, again, Giants going to be the home dog here. Pulling for him. Although, earlier in the week, I did pick the Raiders, so uh, that's the way that one goes. The Patriots are going to be traveling into Carolina, and they are going to be the next road favorite here. Patriots favored by three and a half against the Panthers. Over under in this game is 41 and a half. Sharps going to come in on the Panthers here. And then the tickets and the money are going to be on the Patriots at about 67% each for those. Although the flow of funds in both of those categories have gone toward the Panthers over the course of the week. So what are we dealing with with the Panthers and their injuries? Because that is going to be of note. Obviously, the New England Patriots, they every single week throw 80 million people on the injured list. So how the hell can you ever decipher what is significant and not unless the person is actually knocked out, right? Carolina, completely different story. So Darnold is in the concussion protocol. It looked like P.J. Walker was going to get the start, but now, according to notes that just came forward, Darnold is actually going to start. So Darnold is going to be under center for the Panthers. Shaq Thompson... Uh, he is the linebacker. He has been out for three games due to a foot injury. He's going to be returning to the field. So you get Darnold back, you get Shaq Thompson back, and then you get the biggest news of the week, and that was Christian McCaffrey is going to be out. Now, it's questionable as to how much McCaffrey is actually going to be able to go in this one, but he is going to play in this game, along with Darnold, and he actually was, you know, Darnold's kind of safety net there, and that offense hummed a lot better when McCaffrey was in there with him, so we'll see if that has some kind of impact in this game. Again, Patriots going to be the road dog in Carolina. So, a home favorite, however, will be the Baltimore Ravens. They are favored by six against the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, the over-under is 50 and a half points here. The Sharps are going to take the Vikings here. They're going to take the dog, while the tickets and the money are in on Baltimore. 71% of the tickets, 81% of the money. The flow has gone away from those, however, toward the Vikings. So the Vikings getting love as the week has gone on. In regard to injuries for the Vikings, Michael Pierce, who used 
used to play for the Ravens is not going to be able to return, make his return here against his former team. Uh, also out for the Vikings is going to be uh, is Daniel Daniel Daniel. Hunter. He obviously was lost for the season last year, torn pectoral. But it looks like Harrison Smith and Everson, Everson Griffin are going to play this week. They were taken off the injury report after they appeared on it earlier in the week. For the Ravens, question marks are going to be in the wide receiving core with Bateman, the rookie, trying to come back and Watkins trying to come back. They are listed as questionable in this one. The Bengals are going to be home and favored against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, who have just been dealing with all kinds of nonsense this week uh, related to OBJ and his final exit from Cleveland, the experiment that just didn't work, the trade that I guess ultimately did work for the Giants, if you can imagine that, because they really didn't get a whole hell of a lot. And what they did get, they really didn't capitalize on, but it was... In hindsight, a lot better than whatever the Browns got because they just lost OBJ after basically doing nothing with him. So you have Cincinnati hosting Cleveland in this one. Bengals favored by two and a half. The over under is forty seven and a half. Seventy two percent of the tickets are on the Bengals. Eighty one percent of the money is on the Bengals, and those numbers have dialed up as the week went on. And so you you can imagine where the sharps are going to lie in this one. They're going to hop in and jump in on the Browns there. So as for the injury report. For Browns, Bengals, Odell Beckham, obviously, he is going to be waived on Monday, so he will be gone. He is obviously not playing in this game. But people that were going to play that are now out, tackle Jake Conklin. He is out with the elbow injury. So in his place, Blake Hance is going to start at left tackle. He's actually played quite a bit this this year in place of Conklin, so it's not a complete uh, flip and bringing somebody cold off the bench. As for the Bengals, there is really nothing on their injury report significant of note. So, we will travel from Cincinnati down to sunny Florida, where the Jaguars will be hosting the Bills. The Bills, a hefty favorite in this one. The only double-digit spread of the week. Bills favored by 14 and a half. The over-under is 48 and a half. The Sharps are going to jump in there on the Jaguars for this one because why? Well, the tickets and the money are firmly on the Bills. 82% of the tickets, 92% of the money is on the Bills. That money had Those numbers have slightly flowed toward the Jaguars as the weeks went on, but still big money and big tickets on the Bills in this one, even with the 14 and a half point spread versus Jacksonville. Injury report, Dawson Knox for the Bills and John Feliciano, the offensive lineman. Those two did not practice all week, so they're going to be out. Uh, Cole Beasley is one of the game time goes that it's going to be interesting to watch as as the game Goes on, if he can make it. He had rib injury, so he's going to give it a go and see if he can stick throughout. He's obviously gotten a lot of featured uh, targets and production for the Bills this year. So it's going to be, uh, you know, it could be significant whether or not he plays, at, at least in regards to can they cover this 14.5 because he has been kind of a key cog in this offense. As for the Jaguars, James Robinson, the running back, is going to be questionable with his heel injury. I don't think he is going to be able to contribute much in this game. So from one area of Florida, we head out to another. We're going to head more south down the panhandle there, and we'll head into Miami, where the Dolphins are going to be hosting the Texans. Dolphins favored by 6.5, over under 46.5. 
Right now, the Texans are going to be the ticket and the money favorite in this one. 55% of the tickets, so just a slight edge in regard to the public. But 87% of the money is going toward the Texans. The Dolphins obviously will then get the sharp angle. And they have also lost the flow of tickets and money as it is head toward the Texans. So the Texans now favorites in tickets and money and have seen all of the inflows go that way too. So why would that be? Well, let's go to the injury report and we will see that the Texans will have a new quarterback in this game. That is right. So Davis Mills is going back to the bench and Tyrod Taylor, who hasn't played since the second quarter of week two, is going to be at the helm for the Texans in this one. For the Dolphins, Jerome Baker and Tua Tungaviola are both questionable. They're going to play, but they were a little banged up. So here we go. The Texans finally getting a little bit of love with new quarterback. We'll see if they can just put yet another nail in this Dolphins, Miami Dolphins uh, coffin of a season. That is, uh, that wasn't English either. Uh, The Cowboys hosting the Broncos is the next game. Dallas favored by 10 right now. Over under is 49 points. Sharps are going to come in on the Broncos on this one. The tickets, meanwhile, general public is going to be on the Cowboys. Shocker there. I mean, the Cowboys being a public team that they are, they're going to pull in 66% of the tickets. And then 67% of the money is going to go toward the Broncos. So you got the Sharps and and the pros on the Broncos in this way. And in this way, on this game, and then the general public in on the Cowboys. So uh, that is going to wrap up. Well, well, we should talk about some of the injuries in this game because they could become a factor for this 10 points, right? So the Broncos, obviously, you have a flip. You lose Von Miller. He's going to be out because they traded him. So kind of the heart and soul of that defense and basically the, the senior of the Broncos squad is gone. Out the door. So whether or not that has a negative impact on the team, at least in the locker room, who knows. Uh, As for the Cowboys, I think the biggest uh, note, and also before I forget, uh, with Von Miller being out, their tackle, Garrett Bowles, is also out. So they are going to have Calvin Anderson coming in and replacing him. He is going to make his third career start, first start of the season. So you will have a uh, rookie of the year uh, in on the line for the Broncos in this one. As for the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb is the big question mark because he rolled his ankle in Thursday's practice and or Wednesday's practice, missed Thursday's practice, and then was limited in Friday. And it's going to be a question of whether or not he can go. It sounds like they're going to try, but you get an ankle injury on a Wednesday. You don't practice Thursday. I don't know overly how productive you can be in the game. We'll see. You know, they could give him a nice little shot and then he could just ignore that ankle altogether. But you'll probably be able to see rather early in the game if that ankle is giving him uh, some some pain and if he can actually go through the entire four quarters. So that will take us to the four o'clock games. And the first one will be in Philadelphia, another NFC East team. We go from Dallas out to Philadelphia. The Eagles will be hosting the Chargers. Right now, the Chargers, a road favorite here. They are favored by one and a half. Over under is 49 and a half points. The Sharps are going to come in on the Eagles on this one. Why? Well, tickets and money. Big on the Chargers. 83% each in on the Chargers. And those numbers have dialed up over the week. As for the injury report, Chargers really don't have much. Asante Samuel, the cornerback who's been playing good, he is out. He's got a concussion. Justin Jackson 
understand one of their running backs in that, uh, you know, in their bullpen there. He is going to be out with a concussion. So Josh Kelly is probably going to help spell. Austin Eckler there in the backfield. As for the Eagles, there's really nothing. So there's just those couple of injuries for the Chargers who are looking to rebound after they were playing really strong in the beginning of the year, and then they have come back down to earth. The Eagles, I mean, they have been middling all year, and then they get a couple of wins here and there. They get a big win versus the Lions. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens in this game because Chargers of a couple of weeks ago should win handily, at least by the one and a half. But now, I, who the hell knows? That's the 2021 season all in a nutshell right there. The Aaron Rodgers Bowl is what comes up next, and that is Kansas City at home facing off against Green Bay. Chiefs favored by seven points. The over-under is 48 points. The money and the the money and the tickets both on the Packers. Pretty heftily, 62% of the tickets, 73% of the money. The Sharps are going to slide in there on the Chiefs. The pros and Joes have separated as the week has gone on on this one. So the money has gone in on Green Bay as time has gone on. Meanwhile, tickets have come the other way. Tickets have gone toward the Chiefs. So, injury report. Look, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? COVID-19. He's out. And we will see if he's out for a longer duration of time as the questions start to mount how much he might have lied to the league who knew, who didn't know. It's just going to be one of those stories that continues to go on and on and on and is politicized to no end. Uh, So we will see what happens there. But let's get down to other people that might not play. Obviously, that's the big one. And Jordan Love will be in place of him. Chiefs Mike Remmers, the tackle, he will be out. Ex-Giant going into Kansas City trying to help them out. He won't be helping them out today. Lucas, uh, the rookie Lucas Naiga is going to make his seventh start of the season. So while Remmers is out, it's not like they get an inexperienced rookie off the pine to fill into his place because uh, Naiga has started seven games already this year. So that is all she wrote for the Packers-Chiefs game. The next game is also riddled with injury. That is the the Cardinals going in to face off against the 49ers uh, who are going to be now home favorites while they were actually home dogs earlier in the week. They are now three-point favorites over under 45 points. Reason for that switch, obviously, is the Cardinals are insanely banged up. I mean, they are going to lose. It looks looks like DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out. Looks like Kyler Murray is going to be out. And that's all you need to know. Your top wideout and your top quarterback is enough to swing the line here, which I think was three earlier in the week and now has gone three the other way. So it was, let me look, oh, it was only about a half a point. So this has swung about three and a half points from the Cardinals toward the 49ers as the week has gone on, obviously because of the injuries. Sharps are going to take the 49ers. The tickets and the money, oddly enough, are still in on the Cardinals. The tickets, 59%, money, 70%, and those numbers have actually flipped. So tickets have gone toward the 49ers. The money has come in on the Cardinals. Go figure. Even with the injuries, the money's going to come in on the Cardinals on this one. Any kind of other injuries of note in this one, let's take a quick look. We have obviously talked about Hopkins and Murray. 49ers, not a whole lot. Uh, so it looks like clear sailing for most people involved with the exception of Hopkins and Murray. And that's really all you need to know with that one because those are significant, significant injuries. And the Sunday night football game is going to feature the Los Angeles Rams versus the Tennessee Titans. Should have been a fantastic game, and now will not be so much because, I mean, what are you 
going to do when the MVP of your team ends up breaking his fifth metacarsal or something in his foot and ends up exiting. So the Titans lose uh, Derrick Henry in this game and what should have probably been maybe a three-point tight game goes seven points to the Rams. So Los Angeles, seven-point favorites here versus Tennessee. 52-and-a-half is the over-under. This is a trifecta game. The Sharps, the Tickets, and the Money all on Los Angeles in this one. 72% of the tickets, 60% of the money. Those numbers have come down, however, as the week has gone on. So Tennessee getting some love in the weekly flows. Um, Getting, you know, what was it earlier? Let me take a quick look because I had it written out. That's obviously the Sunday night game. So the Rams, the tickets, it went from 77 from the Rams down to 72. And then the money was 95 on the Rams and down to 60. So obviously that Wednesday line is a little funky. So these are probably more of your at-bat stats. So anyway, Rams are going to be favored in this one. They've got everything going on their sides. In regard to the injuries, we said, number one, Derrick Henry, he is out. He is going to be out probably for the season. They try to make it seem like he is going to be coming back toward the end of the year, but I don't know. That would be really iffy. I I can't see somebody breaking his foot and coming back. And it really depends also where the Titans are at because if they end up going on a slide here and they're not in the playoffs, I doubt he's going to come back toward the end of the year. But we will see. In regard to the Rams, the, the, the downer on this one is that according to news this morning, I am not quite sure that Von Miller is going to play in this game. So you might not even see the newest addition to that defense. He was questionable. Uh, They held him out of practice, and now it turns out that he's questionable with an ankle injury. So the other Ram of note is Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. He was labeled as questionable, uh, but he did practice on Friday. Uh, As for the Titans' other injuries outside of Derrick Henry, which that's the only one you need to know, Taylor Lewan, the tackle, he's battling a knee injury. A.J. Brown is battling a knee injury, but they might, they are going to get Julio Jones back in this one, so you will see A.J. Brown and Julio Jones back on the field together, uh, and that'll probably be the only time you see them, because then it'll go out, and then, you know, it'll be another four or five weeks before Julio Jones plays again. He's, I don't even know what version of a, a player he is. LeBron takes games out, but he plays quite a bit. Uh, you know, like Tim Duncan used to take games off, but he played quite a bit. I, I don't even know who he's equatable to, but Julio Jones, always good for five games over an NFL season. And then the final game is the Monday Night Football game. And in this one, we will see the juggernaut that is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the juggernaut that is the Chicago Bears in a meeting that nobody outside of these two markets gives a shit about. And that is going to see the Steelers as a home favorite here by six and a half points. The over-under is 38 and a half, so this is looking to be a barn burner. This is, folks, the lowest over-under of the week. The Steelers-Bears. Such an entertaining way to end your football football week. So right now, the tickets are slightly in favor of the Bears at 51%. The Rams have all of the money at 68%, and obviously the Sharps have not picked a side yet. Monday Night Football, everybody's waiting to see what happens with the rest of their Sunday action. And in regard to any kind of injuries, 
Yeah, Eric Ebron is out for the Steelers. Uh, Darnell Mooney, the wide receiver, who's actually had an okay year, nothing standout, but he has done good, especially sliding in there where Allen Robinson has just fallen off the map, and really it's just been a season that has gone completely downhill for Allen Robinson. So uh, Mooney is questionable, uh, but I'm sure he will play. And Alec Ogletree, I can't even believe that guy is still in the league, that fucking guy. I, I mean, he is old and slow. He gets a couple of tackles. So kudos for you for keeping your uh, career going there. But Alex Ogletree is questionable. But obviously Monday Night Football, you're going to wait until tomorrow night to see the final injury reports. And in that barn burner, I don't know if anybody actually really gives a shit. So uh, so that's it. That's a, the quick abbreviated Sunday morning gambling update for you. And I will talk to you later this week, obviously Wednesday with my brother. If I get another podcast in, uh, I'll surprise you and uh, drop it in there. So enjoy your Sundays. Enjoy your week nine. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.